what's up what's up y'all we are back we're back again it's a twofer friday it is a twofer no, you seen us in these outfits. It's two okay, weeks ago, you know we're all right. We recorded two episodes in one day. We did. We got to roll it out, okay? And what you do? We got day jobs, other jobs, taking care of other people's kids, taking care of my own kids. Look, <laughs> <laughs> we got we got stuff to do, so we are gonna keep it rolling. We are so happy to see y'all back with us. Another Friday, y'all Another spending Friday. with the BGE. Another Friday with the BGE, okay? So, y'all already know, this is one that's going to be a little touchy-touchy. You know, we want to make sure, we know it's the holiday season and stuff like that. And while we are all sitting up here happy to be with each other, happy mm-hmm. to be with our loved ones and stuff like that, there are some people that may be um, suffering in silence. Yeah. You know, they're with their loved ones, but they are going through some form of abuse. hmm So, this, you know, episode is titled, This Relationship is Killing Me. Yes. Abuse within relationships. Intimate, yes, relationships. Intimate relationships. We wanted to specifically talk about intimate relationships because that's something that we both can, we feel more mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah, because we all know that you know there could be abuse within familial, right. of course, relationships. Right, exactly. But this one is it's more home it is it hits home for us it hits home yeah for different reasons yeah. so that's what we want to talk about again we want to just make sure we are hitting all elements we want to mm-hmm. make sure that this is a safe space because we really appreciate the feedback we've been getting so we just gonna hop on into it so all right so as you all know there are different types of abuse mm-hmm. you have emotional abuse psychological abuse and physical abuse right and I just wanted to give um, a little definition of what some Come of on, these see. things are. You have emotional abuse. Women'slaw.org states that emotional abuse is a way to control another person by mm. using emotions to criticize, embarrass, mm. shame, blame, or otherwise manipulate another person. Right. Uh, psychological abuse um, is somewhat of the same thing. We know that it's a non-physical. It includes non-physical right. behaviors. Uh, the abuser you uh, controls, isolates. Or tries to frighten. Right, you. right. So, um, it's really what what makes it physical. I'm sorry, psychological abuse so bad is that the person who is the abuser um, breaks down that person, mm. breaks down it's their self esteem and yeah, their self worth, yeah. and they create a psychological Ooh, dependence wee. on the abuser. Yeah. So emotional and psychological abuse they go, hand, go hand, hand in hand, hand. right? Mm-hmm. And then you know you have your physical abuse, and that's we know just, that right. Any kind of physical action towards the body, mm-hmm. fa- w- domestic whatever. violence. Yeah, domestic violence. Yeah. Plain and simple. Oh, yeah. I want to give um, some examples of psychological abuse. Okay. He's home. Some of y'all. We sorry. We sorry. We try to put y'all business in the street, no, but not. it happens. Right. Exactly. Um, humiliating you in front of others. Mm-hmm. Like calling you insulting names. Right. Stupid, exactly. Disgusting. Exactly. Worthless. Ooh. Getting angry in a way that frightens you. Um, threatening to hurt you or people that you care about or your pets. Mm-hmm. Um. The abuser is actually threatening to harm themselves because of something that right. you did. Because they're upset yes. with you. They want that, to harm right. themselves. Um, deciding things for you. Acting jealous. Questioning. 
excessive so questioning, changing the subject whenever you get on them, right? Uh, making your needs or feelings seem unimportant or less important mm-hmm. than theirs, right? So, who? Yeah, that's pretty deep, and that kind of kind of just fucked me up a little bit. Yeah, I understand, and I, I think too um, when you really think about the abuse in relationships, anytime anybody, I feel like we all can say and and it sucks to be honest Mm -hmm. and open and stuff like that but I think we all have had a point where either we were the person being abused or Mm -hmm. the abuser you know and sometimes it's so hard because like you said especially for the psychological abuse Mm -hmm. you tend to feel like it's weird because it's like that person I think people tend to think nobody else will love them if this person yeah. is not in their life. You know what I'm saying? And even we can go even a little bit deeper, you guys, and think about any some celebrities and stuff like that that you may know that might be in some somewhat I would think um and we're not trying to, you know, pinpoint nobody out, but of course the the uh celebrity couple of all time, the infamous Chris Brown and Rihanna. That was a situation. And I also feel that situation was one-sided. I, I, I... But we only got Chris right, Brown's part. Right. I think they were both very um, abusive to each other. Mm-hmm. They were both young. They were both in love. And I think they weren't mature enough to act on what. Mm-hmm. How much they loved each other. And then them being like in the limelight and stuff. What's another couple you got? Tina Turner. The infamous. <laughs> the infamous. It's a chess room for Girl, me. Remember okay. in the episode where he was listening to River Deep Mountain High, he was rubbing his chest. <laughs> like, he literally, I think she got everything from that man. Mm-hmm. I was horrible. Y'all, if y'all ever uh, have some free time, go on Amazon and watch the Tina Turner documentary. Please. Please. It is really good. It yeah, I watched it amazing. too. And it blows my mind that Tina Turner didn't start living her life till she was like 40. Exactly. Until 40. And what people don't know is her and Ike didn't just start off as boyfriend and girlfriend. They were really close friends. Friends. Like, close friends. friends. They had a brotherly, sisterly bond before they became intimate with one another. And actually, Tina Turner's first child was by a saxophonist. I didn't know that. That's the T. I saw that too. Steve. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Her first child really wasn't was with Ike. I thought it was with Ike. Me too. Though. It was I actually really with did. a saxophonist in their band, and then later on, she got with Ike and had two kids. I think. I think it was. I think it was two. I, I know he had two, two. Uh-huh. or maybe it was one. It was. I know he had two. She uh-huh. had one, and I think they had one, one together. together. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That, it didn't. It didn't start off. No, it didn't. abusive. No, and I think that's kind of sad. But I think that's how most um, abusive relationships work. It's yeah. always with somebody who you have a deeper rooted connection with. That's mm-hmm. outside of just boyfriend, girlfriend, or marriage. Like we, you actually do care for them, and then it's almost like they become um, compulsive mm-hmm. and. Um, What's the word? The ownership. Yeah. Like you said before, they want to own you and stuff like that. So it's like they find different ways to abuse you, to almost engulf you and take you in and make you want to be theirs. So I want to share my own personal um, experience with abuse within a relationship. Um, I have been the abuser. (laughs) I'm not ashamed to say that. I have come very far in my life. (laughs) I have been the abuser and I have also been the victim Mm -hmm. so in my case i was uh emotionally and psychologically abused by an ex and i covered it up a lot Mm -hmm. i downplayed it a Mm -hmm. lot he just mean no he not mean and she said this right i would say it all the time he just mean you know 
No. No. He was abusing me. He was. And he had my mind so contorted to, mm. I was taking this shit and just passed, like, throwing it off. And I swear, y'all, this man would, today, he'll be like, well. The same. He'd be exactly. like, you abuse me just as much as I abuse you. And I'm like, what? That don't even Manipulation. make sense. Manipulation. Exactly. Manipulation. Gaslighting. Yeah. We don't get into that. Like, right, yeah. When I tell you my issues, you downplay my issues and then try to combat them by saying, oh, well, it wasn't as bad as what you did to me. Abuse is abuse. It is. And a lot of the times in our situation, that was me being defensive and trying to defend myself for right. what he was doing to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... It was crazy, and then I know it's been instances in that in that relationship and others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said that. Hold on, now, sis. And others. I've had angry issues in the past, and sometimes, you know, I just she can't control real. myself. Yeah, you get this backhand. We do not condone domestic domestic violence. Mm, we don't. Okay. But I have been delivered, and I don't put my hands on men no more because no I more. know men can hit back, and okay. I don't want to get hit back. Oh, so no, nah, baby, because I can't, I can't do nothing but call the popo. But y'all don't fuck with me though. Like, I, I might like hit some, throw some, or something. Mike Tyson in this bitch. A bottle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I'm gonna tell who my story. Um, I'm not gonna speak too much on this, <laughs> but I do want to say that I was not in a um. A romantic, an intimate, physical, uh, abusive relationship. Mine was definitely more emotional mm-hmm. than even psychological, I'll say. And the reason why I say mine was more emotional is because um, I was definitely um, criticized. And I was definitely put to shame and blamed a lot in that relationship. And like Chris mm-hmm. said, um, in her definition and things like that. That's exactly what happened to me. Those specific things. Criticized, blamed, and shamed. One thing I know I was criticized about all the time was pretty much like my weight. I have never had an issue Mm -hmm. um, growing up with... You know, I've had it in the back of my mind, but I've never had an issue with dating when it comes to what I look like. I've always been able to actively date. Um, It was the little things as far as, um, you know... Oh, so and so is smaller than you, and you need to work out with this. And don't nobody gonna want you because Girl, of that. Da, 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 da. Like it was that, and then it was even mad. it went to the shame of, um, you know, you're so emotional. Yeah. Why are you like this? Like, why do you care so much? Everything is not a big deal. You do too much. It's always something with you. And then it's the blaming. When something was done, it was always my fault. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't enough of something, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And, and in that type of abuse, um, it made me feel like I had to stay in that situation because nobody else would want me. Yeah. Because you're pin- pinpointing, you're creating negative situations about myself, and it's like it's almost like you doing me it's a, a favor. fantasy land. Like yeah. you, you're creating this fantasy that yes. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not who I think I am. Right. Right. And anytime you would do something to make yourself feel better, you'll come back and they'd be like. Ew. Why exactly. you, why you choose that outfit? Exactly. Why you, you know what I'm saying? Or this not my favorite. I don't know oh what you my should gosh. have. Oh, and boy, you should do me like this. I remember one time, girl, I just thought I was looking so good. I just thought I was looking so good. Yes. We was out in public. And this this man told me, he was like, oh, you sit out there looking like a uh, busted can of biscuits. <laughs> and, and that's so crazy. 
crazy because I know the average male, the average person might think that that's just us being sensitive. But you when you really, constantly doing it, exactly. When it's you past, con- it's, it's past sensitivity. Exactly, it becomes abuse. Yes, it's everything that I do, everything that I wear. It's a problem. Like a it's yes. Why are you stepping out looking like this? Yeah. What kind of attention you think somebody gonna care about you? Think somebody mm-hmm. gonna want you looking Ooh, like this? Oh, girl, low hanging fruit. Motherfucker just tell me all the time, you low hanging fruit. All the time. Yeah, that is all so the time. Sad. No, people don't know. Like, I'm serious. I feel like the majority of my self esteem issues kind Comes of stem from, from that yes. relationship. That relationship yes. in particular because he made me feel like I wasn't that bitch. And I'm like, I'm that bitch. You thinking but, that about before you even got but when I'm with this nigga, he was trying to water you down, sis. water me down, water you down, and and that's what we and we know that these things go two ways. So you know we're not trying to make it seem like, but of course we're women, so we're speaking from and we're women that date men. Mm-hmm. So of course we're speaking about our you know interaction and stuff mm-hmm. with men that our we dated, right? Our personal experiences. But I have also had um, men, you know, some of my guy friends or whatever. They've been with women who are not emotionally available, mm-hmm. and they make it seem like you know. These guys are needy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you asking for too much. Oh, you don't need to do this, blah, blah, blah. Or you are not where you want you should be. And that, that some of the time, stuff like that is abuse because it's like, if you know this person has had a lot of um, issues with life and, it, and it's, it's things that he could not control. Yeah. To beat somebody down that is already down and you just use them because you can't get nothing else is horrible, ladies. I don't care. Like, we calling y'all out too. If you don't have nothing or don't want nothing for this certain man or whatever just because he's interested in you, if you know he's at a low point in life, don't just use him to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Like a, a piece of tissue. Like you wipe your ass, throw it away. <laughs> don't do that. That's not cute. That's not cute. But yeah, these so, are our stories. When did you learn to let go? Ooh. Um, with the relationships I've had Sadly, I don't, I think the only time I learned to let go is when I literally had no feeling left. And yeah. to say, sad to say, I literally had to become numb. Yeah. Like the words didn't bother me no more. The phrases, you know, the cycle, like I felt absolutely nothing. And when I stopped feeling, I felt like I was dead inside. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's no point in me continuing to be here. I don't even feel anything no more. And if you're going to keep talking, I might as well just not. If you're going to keep doing these things and then yeah. I'm the blame and you're not taking no accountability, I might as well just not. Yeah. And even then, when you leave, it's always the psychological abuse. Or the popping up at your house. The popping up at your house. It's the I love you. Y'all, I just got a phone call a mm. week ago. And the phone call was from an ex, this same ex that I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. And he was like, uh, I'm sorry for all the hurt that I've caused you. And I'm like, wait a minute. I appreciate you coming yeah. in. Maybe this was therapy for right, you. Right, right. But you, Exactly. It's over. I can't but, do because this. Because you can accept an apology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and... and Understand that the relationship is over because for your sanity, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it's like you're not finna use me to make yourself feel better just because right. you didn't apologize. And now right. you think because you finally apologized at the, at the end it. of the conversation. Um, he was like, "You still gonna have my baby?" What? Oh, that's psychological as hell. <laughs> that man was literally mind fucking 
looking at you. He was like, you still gonna have my so baby? That, and and that, I was like, nigga, what? get the fuck off my line, my guy. <laughs> I was like, hell no, I'm not gonna do the this with you. He was like, he was like, he was like, oh, so I guess you happy where you at. Blah, get off my fucking line, my guy. Get off my line. Because that means everything that you said in the beginning was it, it a don't, lie. It don't mean a goddamn thing because you're still on that emotional and psychological manipulative, manipulative bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sick and tired of it. Tired. Okay. But yeah, that's really how it is. And I think like you that, that uh, when you see stuff like that, the manipulation, nothing stops. It At does some it. point, you gotta just it love yourself it. enough to be like, this relationship ain't finna kill and me, I, bro. <laughs> like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> you, you, you not gonna change. You not. You you are sincerely not. And, and it's so sad that we all, again, men and women have to go through some kind. Because you got some women that don't want men to go. Mm-hmm. You got some women, and we can say this is kind of somewhat what of abuse. We could talk about the abuse that some men go through with baby mamas. Yes, that's psychological. That's, that's that psychological is abuse. And they're holding that baby over oh. their head. That's abuse. Because relationships don't always have to be they uh, don't. intimate. It no. could be a co-parenting relationship. Exactly. But I know that's something that men go through. You know, you can sit up here and you can be the world's greatest dad. Mm -hmm. And just because you're not with your baby mama or something like that, she see you moving on and you happy. And she might not even want you. And not just that, she can can sow that seed of uh, bitterness into that child, too. Yes. And now Mm -hmm. the child don't like you for reasons unbeknownst to you. And you just like... But babe, like, what? Yeah. That's abuse. That's abuse. abuse. I wanted to talk about some... um, some numbers before we got out of here. I wanted to mention okay, early, go but ahead. I got um I understand sidetracked. I understand. But um hold on, y'all. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure I'm going where I got it from. All right, right. So this is from the uh the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Yes, yes. And these numbers are that mm-hmm. nearly Three in ten women, that's 29%, mm. and one in ten men, that's 10% in the United States, have experienced rape, physical violence, and are stalking by a partner and reported it having a related impact on their functioning. Oh, wow. Day-to-day functioning, okay? You have just under 15% of women, 14.8%, and 4% of men in the U.S. have been injured as a result of an intimate partner violence that included rape, physical violence, and or stalking. That is by crazy. intimate partner. And then lastly, almost half of all women and men in the United States have experienced psychological aggression by an intimate partner in their lifetime. That that's that that's so deep to me because I feel again when you look at the, stati- the statistics of these things, and that's why we want to sit up here on this show and make sure if we talk about anything that's heavy like this, we want to come to you with yeah. concrete facts and where we got it from in case you guys want to do any further research and stuff like that. But it's so many people out here, y'all, please. who are suffering in yes, silence. Yes, who are suffering in silence. And we know it's the holidays. We know some people, you know, it's okay for you to just, like, mm-hmm. leave. It's okay for you to go because at some point you have to look out for yourself and things like that what was it um even when you get these numbers i think one thing even if you don't know because a lot of people don't know that they're being abused yeah they don't know it until mm-hmm. their friends sit up here or somebody around them you know brings it up or brings it to the light you said that you wanted to tap um in on the definition of gaslighting 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Gaslighting. It's a new. It's a fairly new term. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it in, is. Yeah. NBC News uh, described it as like um, a specific type of, of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone else or a group of people to question their own reality, memory, or perceptions. And I'll give you an example of uh, another ex mm-hmm. who I hadn't heard from, but. Mind you, now me and this guy, we were all in off for about six years. Okay, and he know he knew that at one point he had an emotional hold on me. Now I hadn't talked to him for a while, but he ended up coming back into my life, and he would ask me questions like like stupid shit, like um, if I asked you to move to Dallas with me, would you do it, girl? That's for real gas Like that's literally Throwing you a bone And seeing what you Gonna do with it If you still stupid no, Basically No Are you still Gonna fall for this Yeah I know you say You over mm-hmm. me I know you say but You let's not trying to be see. abused But I'm let gonna me. come in here And yeah. shake some shit up and, and that person Might not even give a shit They might not even Care for you Or want you anymore Yeah On a situation like that So And that's crazy We I know we talk about exes And we talk about friends Who have dealt with things But I would like to know if we're being honest. I know we've talked about, you know, you being an abuser. So yeah. you feel like you have been the villain. Oh, hell yeah. I've been the, the villain, villain in somebody's hell, story. Yeah. I have been the villain in a couple motherfuckers' stories. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's just me, though. Yeah, you mean And I can say that now because I'm past that. I'm somewhat past that. <laughs> look, you got to look at the Slow low. Don't land on that. Look. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. I am I am changing by the day. I but am. Okay, Effie. Look, y'all know we love dream, we love dream girls. girls. But um, yeah, I have been the villain in the story, and I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I'll say why. Because for the first time in my life I had the upper hand and I used See? it to my advantage. Because I never had it. I've always been the underdog in a yeah. relationship. And for the first time in my life, I I had the upper hand. And I fucking, I was the one. <laughs> <laughs> what Burmese? <Look. laughs> and I ain't going to say it no more. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> Girl, that was me. But yeah, I'm not that person anymore. Okay. That's good, though. I, I know. Come a long um, way. As far as me being the villain in someone's story... I have an issue, and I'm just going to be completely honest. I think that somewhat I can be, I can emotionally abuse guys that I have never dated before, but I know they're interested in me. And I completely apologize to any male out there that has tried to holler at me, and I have almost gaslighted you in a sense, or made you feel like, made you feel something when I felt nothing at all. I had to come to like realization with that because it's like sis you mad because people not giving you real emotional love but you out here playing with these men playing with their head and playing with their head and don't care mm-hmm. nothing for them that is gaslight that is abuse emotional, that is emotional abuse, abuse to get whatever I want from them however I want and it's wrong and I'm working on that now especially now that I'm you know being single yeah. and dating and stuff like that I want to be very transparent um, and try not to ghost people and let them know straight up. Yeah, and not conform to our old ways because we're not trying to hit nobody in the head with the face. Or they, I or whatever you know, or what I'm saying, or or they or phones. I got them phones. I I am too changing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do the message violence no more. Okay, but that that was self defense. <laughs> Ooh, don't count to us. We see this is a serious topic, but yeah, okay. 
been through a lot. Damn it. Okay. Shit. And we done made it to the other side. We can to the other side. So don't judge us. <laughs> right. So right. while we making jokes and making light of a heavy topic, we did really want to come and bring these things to light. So y'all know, in this holiday season, while everybody is out on the forefront being happy and smiling and stuff with their family, if you or a loved one or a friend that you know is suffering from any type of relational abuse, please feel free to reach out. We got some numbers for y'all. Yes, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. You can call 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Yes. Um, you can chat live mm-hmm. on the hotline.org or you can text START, S-T-A-R-T, mm-hmm. to 88788. If you're suffering, you don't have to suffer alone. It's still yes. out there, y'all. Right, it is. For real. So y'all make sure that y'all go ahead and do this. We are going to make a toast to end this episode off to loving ourselves enough to let go, being better people than who we were, and never doing domestic violence again. again. <laughs> Another episode. These hands, they don't move. (laughs) No, no, no more. Okay, we go. Bye, (laughs) y'all.